Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Steaks, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Coast to coast like you read about a bad seed, a broken eight, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad adders, bad taste, bad law, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell, the palatia, right across the river and through the woods from our grannies in the rehab center. And today I brought her a half a dozen blueberry muffins, but she didn't want to butter those. She liked that 88% blueberry muffin cartridge I slipped into the bag that she could puff on later in New York City. Big Apple, ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, the ready traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do be. All my friends that come around, flat to flat to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, with a mess, this town's pattern. My brain splattered all over Manhattan, should do be, shake it up. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, Ty Stick Jones, styling in Omaha via Kansas City and LTN on a Tuesday. Where do you hurt? You're either with us or you aren't. Listen, I just wanted to say at the beginning of the show today that the birthdays are so bad. There is no way I am celebrating Alex Bregman's birthday, a cheating hack. Screw him and all of your birthdays today, everybody. He ruined it for everybody. No birthday cake for you, Carver High. All right. Uh, we start with Baylor and their win over Arkansas, 81-72. Impressive job by the Bears. Scott Drew talking on today's Coast to Coast. Eric Musselman giving all the credit to Baylor, of course. There go the Hogs. Houston beat Oregon State 67-61. How about that cover by the Beebs? How beautiful was that to see them get the job done and lose by six and cover that seven, seven and a half, whatever you got it at. Kelvin Sampson knew he could turn things around in Houston with the Cougs program. Wayne Tinkle, proud of the Beebs. We'll hear from both of them. Houston, the first team to reach the Final Four, beating only double-digit seeds. Cleveland State at 15, Rutgers at 10, Cuse at 11, and the Beavs at 12. We got your Elite Eight update in terms of what's happening tonight. USC Gonzaga, the first game, tips off just after 7. Andy Enfield, not intimidated by Gonzaga. He will be when he plays them. Mark Few, ready for the challenge of the Trojans. UCLA and Michigan in the nightcap late night when Pharrell on the bench starts at around 10 p.m. Eastern. Hunter Dickinson thinks it's funny how Michigan are the favorites again suddenly when everybody thought they would lose to Florida State. McCronin knows defense is the key tonight for the Bruins. Odds for tonight's games, we got all of that for you. The UConn women are back to the Final Four for the 13th straight time. After beating Baylor last night, 
a controversial ending to the game. We'll talk about it. Plus, Gino Ariyama's on our show today, responding to LeBron James. And Baylor's Kim Mulkey also talking today. She doesn't think anyone should be tested from this point forward in either the men's or women's tournaments for the COVID. I mean, honestly, like, what is she thinking? I mean, seriously, I mean, what? just go home. Why don't you just go home and stop giving advice to everybody uh, after you lost? You know, should there be like a receipt when you lose? You're not allowed to give advice to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you're out. Thanks for coming. See you. Bye. And no, we don't need your advice moving forward. Thank you. All right. Mike Woodson eyeing Larry Brown at 80 years old to join his coaching staff at Indiana. What do I care at this point? What's next? Larry Bird? Uh, James Harden with 38-11 and 13 dimes in the Nets win over the T-Wolves last night. We'll hear from Harden responding to the villain nonsense. Everybody thinks the Nets are villains because they went out and signed Blake Griffin and they got Aldridge. Steve Nash is puzzled by it. We also see uh, Nash growling at reporters uh, last night. Blake Griffin doesn't understand the Nets' hate uh, when he heard for two years that he sucked. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates Sirius XM, Channel 204, our satellite partners. Of course, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA, Armed Forces Radio all over the world. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. Jeannie Buss, after the Nets sign, Aldrich said, bring it on. Okay, we will. Thank you. We will bring it on. We'll see you soon. Uh, Dennis Schroeder rejects a four-year $84 million extension from the Lakers. Andre Drummond ready to help the Lakers. It's okay for them to go get Drummond, though. Have you ever noticed anything so ridiculous, these hypocrites? It's okay for them to go get Andre Drummond, but it's not okay for the Nets to go get these two washed-up hacks and Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, who are both shot. Drummond at least has game. Has anyone noticed that fact? Small market NBA teams concerned about the buyouts, helping the rich get richer. Odds to win the NBA title. We got them for you today. Clippers beat the Bucks last night, six in a row for the Clippers. We'll hear from Kawhi Curry, 32 last night in his first game back from the tailbone smack. How about Russell Brody going off last night, Westbrook style. First player in history with a 35-point, 20-plus assist, triple-double. The guy had 21 dimes last night, for Christ's sakes. That is impressive. Pistons beat the Raptors. Cover. By the way, I covered with that T-Wolves 11 and a hook against the Nets. Kings win in San Antonio. Jazz embarrass the Cavs. Grizzlies over the Rockets by 10. Pelicans beat the Celtics in Boston. Buying 28 from Zion. He's a badass. The NBA draft will be held on my birthday, July 29th. Mark it down on your calendars. Better than Alex Bregman's birthday. At least on my birthday, Carver High gets cake. Bucks signing Jeff Teague. Speaking of hacks, De'Aaron Fox and uh, Terry Rozier, the players of the week. Teague being the hack. I just wanted to say that. Jeff Teague. Who cares about Jeff Teague? Does anyone on the face of the earth? Uh, we got it all today. We got some stuff from the morning after today. Plus, we got Mafia on UFC. Ricardo on sports business. Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, joins us with all the NFL skinny. Hockey skinny. Plus tonight's games in the NHL. Odds in baseball in the AL and NL. You get it all like you read about it. So grab a cold freshie and go with us on Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver, hi. Uh, we had it all going last night. Uh, that great cover by Oregon State, down 17 at the half. They uh, come all the way back. They were tied at 55. So you get the cover there. And then um, I thought the second game was terrible. <laughs> yes, we did get the the big cover from the Beavers in the early game. I was very proud of them. We will get to them in a moment. We'll start with the bad game uh, because that was the late one. Uh, you know what? Arkansas... They did make it interesting for about four and a half minutes, and then they didn't score in the last 10 minutes of the game, so that hurt them. 81-72 to 72 was the final. Let's start with Baylor head coach Scott Drew. Uh, you know, he's not used to staying up late, Scotty, uh, and he was able to do it last night uh, to celebrate, Bra- uh, celebrate Baylor going back to the Final Four for the first time in 70 years. Here's Coach Drew. Well, I was worried I was going to be able to stay up this late, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, just uh, uh, pure joy, excitement, Um, obviously uh, 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 tired because it's late and uh, uh, it was an emotional game, Um, but again, uh, uh, seeing our guys have a chance to cut down a net and celebrate, uh, doesn't get much better than that come March. Are are you, honestly, are you kidding me that that just happened to us? That we had to listen to this guy cry about how late it was at night? It wasn't even midnight. And this guy's crying about being up too late. I mean, are you kidding me? And weren't they in a, where was it? So I think they're on East coast time. Really? Are you really, that's what you're worried about. You win the regional championship and you want to go to bed. What a dork. I got to tell you, he's done a great job in Waco for sure. No one ever thought when he left Valparaiso, Indiana, that he would go down there for 18 years and build this behemoth. Uh, They got a great program now. And, it's locked in for the future now because when you go to the final four, uh, you're going to get recruits uh, through your ears and it's uh, just automatic. Now the program's going to be elevated to a status. It's never been before. Unfortunate end for Arkansas. They had a good bounce back year under Eric Musselman. Here he is, Scotty, giving all the credit to the Baylor bears who beat their ass. Here's coach Musselman. Just want to give Baylor a ton of credit. I thought that, um, you know, they played phenomenal tonight, uh, you know, especially offensively. Um, you know, I mean, our locker room, you know, gave us all they could. Uh, came up empty. We've had a great, you know, two months. Um, played at a very, very high level. But, uh, you know, again, tonight, just have to give Baylor credit. Listen, I, one other thing. It doesn't matter what he says either. Once you lose, you're done. All right, so 
the guy Mitchell, and I talked about this last night on the Pharrell and Events radio show and Sports Grid Radio Network. That guy is the difference for me in uh, that Baylor attack on both ends of the floor. First of all, it's so noticeable. His defense, he is without a doubt the best defender in college basketball. The guy is like glue. He drives. I said this to Ben Stevens yesterday. How do you keep the ball off of that guy when you have to dribble up the court? It's, you're, you're in fear of God because the guy guards you the entire time you have the ball from end to end. He's in your face and his hands are hand checking you. You could barely keep a dribble going. You, the, every guy that has the ball wants to get rid of it when he's on him because he's going to steal the ball. Secondly, when he has the ball, he's the most physical point guard I've seen in college basketball this year. He goes through any screen. He goes through any defense. He goes through anybody. He chests up, mans up, and drives right past you with a tough, hard-ass physical chest and banging, you know, built, ripped shoulders. The guy is carved. He's cut. He's physical. He's nasty. He plays that way on defense and offense. He's the reason Baylor is so good, and it's true. I even heard Billis say it after the game. When he was out of the lineup, that was when uh, Arkansas suddenly made their runs. When he's on the floor, Arkansas couldn't do anything because their their backcourt is completely shut down. The point guard that has the ball is so thrown off by Mitchell that the other guy sucks. That's how good he is that the other guy that gets the ball doesn't want it. He's like, I don't even want it. And so Mitchell is the reason Baylor wins, in my opinion. I don't care about all the shooting and high-powered offense. The reason they win is that guy. And they will move on to next weekend, the Final Four, where they will play the Houston Cougars. The Cougs beat the Beavers of Oregon State last night, 67-61. to They were up 17 at the half. A furious comeback from the Beavers. They got it even at 55 but then Houston just had too much. But we do thank our boy who hit that three with three seconds to go to give the cover to the Beavs. Let's start with Kelvin Sampson, Houston head coach. He knew that he could turn this Houston program around. Your favorite, Coach Sampson. I thought we would win, uh, Joseph. I thought we could win. I, I did. Um, Joseph and, from the Bible? And, you know, we had to get through the first year. That was important um, because then we could start building. Um, the wins were all pluses that first year. The losses mean nothing, meant nothing. Um, I, I probably cost us a couple games um, trying to discipline kids. Uh, I remember one kid in particular, I held him out of a few games um, down, the, down the stretch because I, the thing I told that bunch that year is our program's going to be more important than any of you. Don't ever think that you're more important than this program. Uh, I, I've always believed that about every program that I've uh, been in charge of. And once we got through the first year, we just started adding pieces. Yeah, except the year you cheated in Indiana. Other than that, <laughs> you've been terrific. So I don't trust a guy. I, I think he's a great coach. Don't get me wrong. And you've heard me say, I'll take a cheater uh, at this point over these hacks that they put in Bloomington or anywhere else. I'll take the guy that got popped once for cheating over the born again, Christian. Thanks. that wants to go to bed after he wins the, you know, uh, regional final the guy wants to go to bed. I want to go out to the strip club when I win the regional championship and do other things. too. all I know is, uh, I think he's a great coach and I still think they're going to lose to Baylor. Ulysses. 
Wayne Tinkle, of course, and the Beavers. We've had some fun with them the last couple of weeks here on this stage. Could be the last time we hear from Wayne and the Beavers for a while. So Coach Tinkle wanted to make sure that he thanked every single person he could possibly thank after the game last night. Here's Coach. He did the interview in front of a Peterbilt. Here we go. I'm really proud of the effort of this kid. He showed an amazing Peterbilt. fight. And, and we got every ounce out of this group that we could. And it's a credit to them. It's a credit to our staff uh, and then all those that never quit on us. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of, of, you know, all the folks that are involved from the equipment, the equipment manager to the trainers, to the medical staff, the sports information people to support staff uh, and, and to the foxhole that, that never gave up on us. I, I, I just can't mention enough how proud I am of them. What anybody else? Anyone else? Like? The kitchen staff, his dentist, his dentist, uh, doctor. Anybody else, coach? We got to get in there. I don't know what was happening there. That was a disaster. Uh, Houston becomes the first team to reach the final four by beating only double digit seeds 15 seed Cleveland State, 10 seed Rutgers, 11 seed Syracuse, and the 12 seed the Beavers. I've got news for them, they're facing a one on Saturday in Baylor. So good luck to Houston. That brings us to an updated look at the Elite Eight, Scotty. Baylor moves on, Houston moves on, and that they will go to Saturday, the Final Four, where they await the winners of tonight's games, which we are about to dive into, Michigan and UCLA, Gonzaga and USC. Go ahead, you have the floor, use the time. I just have, I have one thing I wanna say. You know, when you think of Houston, they, right, they, they blew a 17 point lead, did they not? against a team that you know was a 12 seed i can guarantee you just so we're clear if if uh they're up you know if baylor goes up like 17 on them it's over so they you know they go up 17 on a hack team and let them back into it baylor's not letting anybody back from 17 down i don't care what you say baylor once they got you by 10 15 it's over the game's over uh, no question about it when we come back the zags and the trojans the Bruins and the Wolverines. We complete the final four later tonight, Scotty. Let's go. I'm excited. I love these two games tonight. Yeah, I think they're going to be great games, and I think people are going to be disappointed in all their betting on USC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver High, USC and Gonzaga is the first game tonight. I know you're excited about it. I just, uh, I told you yesterday, I'm going to say it again really quick. I'm done trying to beat Gonzaga every single time they play in in a betting sense. I'm done with it. Uh, After I watched Creighton, I mean, honestly, my rec league team shoots better than Creighton. Uh, Honestly, they really do. And I'll tell you what, uh, I just can't. You know, to me, nine is nothing when you're playing that team. You play uh, Gonzaga, they're only laying nine. I don't care who you are. I mean, every game they play, they win by double digits. Every game. I'm talking about, I mean, it is a rarefied day when they win by less than 15 points. I mean, they usually win by 20 or more. So, and, and watch the game tonight. I know it's simple. Unless you can stop that pick and roll all day, uh, you're in big trouble against them, mister. Yeah, you just basically have to hope that those two giant Mobley twins that USC has down low is going to be able to maybe slow down that game, slow down Timmy and their inside game. Uh, Let's start with USC head coach Andy Enfield. Says that his squad, not intimidated by the mighty Gonzaga Bulldogs. Here's coach. We've played a lot of good teams this year. As you see, three of our league is in the Elite Eight. We just beat a fourth team, Oregon, last night. It's exceptional. So. Uh, we've played a lot of good players this year and a lot of good teams. And uh, Gonzaga uh, is as good offensively as anyone in the country. And we understand that we have to defend at a high level uh, to give us a chance. Well, look, here's the deal. Uh, I think the only way they win this game, and, and I'll keel over if they win it. I hope they win it. I, I, I hope for nothing more. So I'm, I'm rooting against my bet. I'm taking Gonzaga and laying it. And I'll tell you what. The only way they win this game, in my opinion, is real simple. They have to get Gonzaga in massive foul trouble. And you do that by pounding it into the two bigs. You got to let the Mobley twins go off inside and get contact uh, all day, every day. They've got to get them in foul trouble. I'm talking about getting their star players to three or four fouls. That's how they win the game when they won't be able to play like themselves. When you have three and four fouls, it changes who you are defensively. Zags head coach Mark Few, always cool, calm, and collected. Here he is yesterday. He is ready for the challenge of USC to get him to the final four tomorrow. Now this weekend. Well, it's great to uh, advance, obviously, uh, in this tournament. We're thrilled to to be in this position. Uh, Strangely enough, we're kind of getting a a rhythm to our uh, time in the bubble now. It almost feels uh, uh, normal and and, uh, got a short turnaround, you know, from these 16 games to the the Elite Eight ones and, and, uh, you know, it no, we got a huge uh, challenge ahead of us with just uh, well SE's playing and just the kind of the different style that they bring uh, uh, <clears throat> moving forward. I mean, who needs Ambien when you got this guy around? If you need to go to sleep, put him on uh, the TV, and you'll be out cold within a minute. I mean, this guy—he's like—it's like going to lunch with your minister. Honestly, it's just the worst. I, I can't even listen to him anymore. 
I don't care. Can't they give me somebody else? Give me the guy with the uh, your boy with the Fu Manchu. Let's go, Timmy. I Timmy. Timmy. We'll get Timmy tomorrow. Uh, UCLA and Michigan, the late game, final game of the Elite Eight. Let's start with Michigan big man Hunter Dickinson. He thinks it's very funny that early in this tournament, when the brackets came out, everybody was doubting the Wolverines, and he says suddenly everybody's back on the bandwagon. Here's Dickinson. You know that is funny how you know. Um, once the tournament was set, uh, all I saw on social media was how Michigan is going to get upset in the 8-9 game, um, how they're the number one seed who's probably the most likely to get upset. And now that we've won a couple games, everybody's trying to jump on our bandwagon. But, I mean, um, you know, for us, especially me, I feel like we've been doubted the entire season. Um, oh, shut up. the season, we were picked to probably finish middle of the pack in the Big Ten, um, you know, we were barely ranked in the top 25, and now uh, we're a number one seed in the Elite Eight, hoping to get to the Final Four. I mean, um, you know, it's, I, uh, it's funny how just everybody, you know, once you win a couple games, everybody wants to act like, you know, you're the, you're the best thing in the world. But I think we still want to carry that chip on our shoulder of being a team that, you know, that's un, under the radar. And, you know, we want, we want to grind it out for 40 minutes every game and just try to, you know, follow the game plan as close as we can and just try to um, get as many victories as we can. Is this kid for real, honestly, what's coming out of his mouth? Like, here's a newsflash for you, kid. No one sits around all day worrying about you anywhere, ever, at all. Not one minute of my life have I sat around wondering what Hunter Dickinson thinks or that, oh, Michigan's too overrated. Michigan, middle of the pack. Michigan's going to lose. Michigan this, Michigan that. Mich Shut up. No one cares. I think they're a really good team. I always have. I think they have a, a you know, the difference for me is Wagner. Uh, I think Dickinson and Wagner are so big and clutch around the low block. I just think Wagner, when he's got the ball, dribble drives and finger rolls and gives up the ball perfectly, finishes perfectly. Dickinson's a badass. I think they shoot the ball well. I love the point guard, Smith. I think he's a savage. Uh, and I think they got a great coach. So it's simple. And I'm not hopping on any bandwagons of any teams at all, nor will I ever. I, I don't care about any of that nonsense. No wonder you're a freshman. Uh, they should stop letting you talk. Mick Cronin and the UCLA Bruins. They are here in the Elite Eight after winning in the first four. Great run for them. Coach Cronin knows defense is going to be the key tonight against the Wolverines. Here's Coach. In my view, we didn't have a rocky end of the season, but, you know, I understand that's how everybody. But I would give you this. Look, you know, our defense is why we're alive, and our defense is why we will survive. Because we got multiple guys that can shoot the ball. So, um you know, we share it. The guys, you know, the, you know, we, we, the guys believe they're aggressive. They're not afraid to pull the trigger. And that's how I want them on the offensive end. Um, you know, the big question is with Michigan's efficiency and their talent and their play calling, will we, will we be able to continue to defend the way we've defended here lately? Look, I think Michigan's better than UCLA, hands down. Uh, one and 11, uh, those seeds mean nothing to me. I agree with uh, Cronin that UCLA's defense is the reason uh, that they are where they are. And I think two guys, uh, you know, have been the difference for them, you know, offensively, scoring-wise. But I think if their defense plays the way it has every single time out in this tournament, they'll cover that number tonight. I, I think they'll be in the game. 
I don't see him beating Michigan, but uh, stranger things have happened. I won't like lose any sleep if UCLA wins the game. I think they played terrific basketball in the tournament. They could win the game. I just think Michigan's flat out better than UCLA. And I think they get a productivity from different sources more than UCLA. UCLA has got two guys that score and Michigan can uh, be in upwards of five and six guys that finish. So here we go uh, tonight. The final look at the lines, uh, UCLA now getting six and a half against Michigan. It's gone down from seven yesterday and USC now getting eight and a half from Gonzaga down half a point from the nine yesterday. Tonight's final lines for you, Scott. I'm laying it with Gonzaga, and I think Michigan wins and UCLA covers. I got it at seven and a half. Uh, I know it's moved to six and a half on FanDuel. Glad I got it at seven and a half. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I think they're both. Both of these games, I think, are going to be way better than last night's games. In fact, I mean, you got to remember, like I said, you're up 17 in a game at half. You cannot let them come back and tie the game. I thought that that was weak by Houston. You know, you that's not going to happen against Baylor. I'm telling you, you're not going up 17 on Baylor ever. So if you let a team back from 17, you're not beating Baylor. So I thought the second game last night was terrible. And so I just hope tonight's games are good. That's all I want, good games. There was one good game last night in the women's tournament. UConn defeats Baylor. They're going back to the Final Four. A very controversial finish to the game. Thought there should have been a foul called on UConn. Baylor should have went to the line. It did not happen. Here is UConn head coach Gino Ariema. There was a lot of chatter on social media, especially from guys like LeBron, saying that there should have been a foul at the end. And Coach Ariema, he does not care about what any of these people say. I don't think LeBron's ever won a game on a bad call by the other team, by the other officials, do you think? <laughs> Facial. I probably doubt it. I probably doubt that in his career he's ever won a game and decided to give it back because he looked at it and went, that was a foul. <laughs> so it is what it <laughs> what is. What a great laugh. It is what it is. You know, uh, the officials made – one time I asked one of the officials, how did Paige end up on the ground with a Baylor player on, on top of her? On loose ball. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> that was the answer. He said, I don't know. So, you, you know, you want to go back and check every single call throughout the entire game and then add them all up, and you, you don't. That's the, nature of, that's the nature of sports. I mean, at his age, that is the most fantastic head of hair I think I've ever seen. At his age, that guy is just absolutely <laughs> rocking the Italian stallion hair. He's got it all going there. I will say this. Paige Beckers was hammered and tackled, and I know exactly the play it happened. Let me say this. That game was so much better than the men's games last night. That Baylor-UConn game was as good as it gets. And, and Beckers melted like an ice cream cone down the stretch. She went like, like over. She was donuts in the fourth quarter. She never hit a shot. She had her 28 points in the first half. She did not score at the end of the game. And that's how Baylor got back in the game because Beckers kept bricking because they were down 10. They were up 15, down 10, and then they came back and, and they had a chance. I thought, you know, personally, I, I can see why they didn't call the foul on the last shot. I mean, I thought the girl hero-balled it. I thought she iso-balled it. Went down, took on two defenders at the same time, thinking she could score over both of those bigs. And I think they both fouled her. But when you try to take on the whole team by yourself, you're not going to get that call. So screw LeBron and everybody else. UConn wins, you lose. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, uh, Carver High, can we get a shot of Carver High's? Uh, he doesn't want to do this, I know, but it doesn't matter. Look at that NHL cut he took on the forehead today from young Ray Lewis with a stick swing to the face. Show him, like, can you show the area right there where the, uh, no? You see the mark on his forehead? That's from <laughs> Olivia today with a Ray it's, Lewis special. <laughs> the elbow to the head. It's, it's noticeable already. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> we, it's that right, is fantastic. Right in, right in the middle. So, yeah, uh, took a, we'll see how that develops over the next few hours. Uh, we'll see if we can eliminate that. Didn't even know it was, didn't even know it was there until we sat down. So we'll try to effort that later on uh, and hopefully fix I thought it. I thought it was Ash Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get to the NBA tonight, I know that you did want to hear from the Baylor coach, Kim Mulkey, about what she said about ending the COVID testing. Uh, she had some night. She was yelling at officials, yelling at her players, yelling at reporters. She yelled at everybody and then dropped this one before she left, uh, saying that the NCAA should just not do any COVID testing at all for the Final Four next week. You know, and I, I want to say this to all of you. <laughs> what is wrong with I this don't lady? I think my words will matter, but after the games today and tomorrow, there's four teams left, I think, on the men's side and the women's side. They need to dump the COVID testing. Wouldn't it be a shame to keep COVID testing and then you got kids that end up having test positive or something and they don't get to play in the Final Four? So you need to just what? forget the, the, the COVID test and let the four what? teams that are playing in each Jeez. Final Four go battle it out. I mean, Kim, you have absolutely – honestly, what was in her water bottle in the game? Was she drinking some scotch during the game? Because she looks like she's lost her mind. Like, honestly, I, I can't even comment on this. I'm a, I'll get in trouble. I'll get fired. Yeah. If I say what I want to say right now, I'll get fired. So let's just move on. Let's move on. Two games tonight. Uh, I know that you'll be watching Texas and South Carolina, Louisville and Stanford in the women's tournament. A lot bigger spreads than last night. Jeez, eight and a half for South Carolina, ten and a half for Vanderveer and Stanford. Uh, I know you'll be locked in. 
Uh, I think South Carolina will roll. And I, you know, after I saw Louisville down 20 and win a game against Northwestern, I'll take that 10 and a half. I still think Stanford beats them, though, but I'll take that number. Iowa's Jordan Bohannon tweets that he'll be returning to play for the Hawkeyes next season if the NIL bill is passed. Here's a piece of advice for Jordan. Uh, You should stay in Iowa anyway because you're not even going to be good in the NBA. You're a hack. So there you go. That's all we need to know about Jordan. Let's move on. Put him in a body bag. I mean, honestly, that guy guy is still chucking up threes against Oregon from 10 days ago, and he's still missing. Uh, James Harden, let's move on to the NBA now. Uh, James Harden, 38 points, 11 boards, 13 dimes in the Nets' win over the T-Wolves. Apparently there's this narrative now that the Nets are the villains – of the NBA this year because they signed a couple of two more hacks in Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. So Harden responds to all the villain nonsense. Hey, Jim, you mentioned you guys having a target on your backs, which you guys obviously do. I'm curious uh, what you make of all these narratives out there. He looks thrilled to be there. Look at him. You guys getting LaMarcus (laughs) and getting Blake, where you guys are kind of being painted as a villain for doing what probably every NBA team just get better right i thought that was a plan uh i thought that was a goal i don't pay attention to it honestly like um because we got to get things correct we got to like make it work so me worrying about what other people saying or how other people feel that's out of my control like they're gonna say they're gonna talk regardless The, the narrative always changes um so for us, it's like we got to get healthy. We got to get this this train going. And at the end of at the end of it all, we'll see what they say. It doesn't matter what they say. Uh, bottom line is, is he plays every night and has a triple double. That's all that matters. I don't even care who plays. I don't even care anymore. That uh, I told you. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Durant, you can have both of them. Have a have at it. Take them. Go to. You know, do whatever you want with them. Leave, stay. You never play anyway. Vacations, injuries. I can't keep up with it. All I know is, is that no one can stop James Harden. No one. And he's made all the rest of those hacks they play with great. He'll make Blake Griffin and that hack Aldridge great too. Suddenly they'll look like they're 30 again uh, because both of them are finished. I mean, everybody knows it. I watched Blake Griffin play last night. He had four fouls in less than three minutes. He's not good at all. I mean, he just isn't. Uh, Steve Nash was also puzzled by the Nets' villains' comments, but he made sure, Scotty, to play it up a little bit. Uh, At the end of his press conference yesterday, here's Steve Nash pretending to be an actual villain. Here we go. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, everybody. Ah. Oh. I mean, what honestly, what just happened there? I'm scared <laughs> to death now. He's clearly a villain. Uh, Blake Griffin had something to say about. It. He doesn't understand the hate. All he heard for the last two years is that he sucked. He's right about that. Jeannie Buss had to get involved after the Nets signed Lamarcus Aldridge. She said, "Bring it on." What nobody told her was, you just signed a better player in Andre Drummond. So I don't understand what the difference is. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. okay. You guys got the player that can actually play. The Nets got the two guys that stink, but bring it on. Uh, All right, Jeannie, whatever you say. Uh, Dennis Schroeder rejected a four-year, $84 million extension 
from the Lakers. Let's hear from Andre Drummond, Scotty. Uh, he showed up yesterday. He's ready to play for the Lakers. Here he is, very excited. You know, for me, I'm just here to help in any capacity it may be in. Uh, I'm not here to uh, do anything besides win. So I think playing with those guys can really benefit my game, um, be able to allow them to play their game and have a third person to, you know, cause havoc in the paint. He finally gets to play with winners. He has been with losers his whole career, and he's a double-double machine. The Lakers end up being the villains. They are the ones that went out and got the best player at the buyout. That's all there is to it. Listening to them cry about the Nets is so hilarious to me. So hilarious. You got to remember, like I said, Harden said it best, we can't even get everybody on the floor at the same time. No one ever plays. I mean, he plays with hacks every night and wins. And the Lakers, when they don't have LeBron and Davis, they lose. The only time they've won these two games is because they played crap teams. When they play crappy teams, they win without LeBron. They're not winning without those guys in the playoffs. Now you got Drummond with Davis and LeBron, and you want to cry about the Nets? I mean, how phony. How phony is Genie and the Lakers? I mean, how phony are you? It really is bad. Uh, small market NBA teams are concerned that buyouts are helping the rich get richer. I do actually agree with this. I think the whole buyout thing in the NBA is nonsense, but I don't know why the small market teams are so upset. They're the ones who are buying out the players. So <laughs> don't buy them out then. I, I mean, but the, right. the whole system, the whole system though, Scotty, is there is something wrong with it. Like it is kind of strange that around the deadline, you know, there's five to ten guys who get bought out. They all sign with the two or three best teams. I mean, you don't see that in baseball. You don't see that in the NFL. You don't see that in the NHL. The bad teams don't just get rid of their players and they go sign somewhere else. I do think it is a problem for the NBA. It is a problem, Mike. You're right. And I think the uh, simple fact is it goes along with your theory uh, All since I've known you, since you've been alive. You told me the NBA sucks. There's only three teams or four maximum that can win it anyway. The whole regular season is a waste of time. Uh, no one has a chance to win at all. All it is is a business to make money at the gate every night in these arenas. There's never good basketball until the playoffs. And in the playoffs, there's only two or three teams maximum that have a shot to win it. And so who at the end of the day really gives a rat's ass about buyouts and who ends up on the best teams? Because the best teams are the only ones winning anyway. It's 100% true. Here's your odds to win the NBA title as of today. Since the Nets are such villains, they've moved to the top. Plus 260, they passed the Lakers. Lakers 3-1, to one, Clippers 6-1, to one, Jazz at plus 750, Bucks at plus 850, and away we go from there. Villains at the top of the NBA title odds list. You know, I, I pray to God that the Clippers beat them, the Jazz beat them, uh, the Suns beat them, the Nuggets beat them. Uh, I got all kinds of chances in the West to beat the Lakers. No one believes that. They think it's automatic that it's a done deal. But, I, you know, I got four quality chances to wear them down. And if they still get through those four, I think that the Nets will beat them. And I, I think the Nets can beat them even if they don't have to go through uh, three or four of those teams. But at the end of the day, they have to. At the end of the day, the West has all the best teams and the East doesn't. And I think in the East, it's simple. Can the Sixers or Bucks beat the Nets? That's the only question left. Everything else is a waste of time. 
The Clippers did beat the Bucs 129 to 105 last night. They shot 19 three pointers. We'll pass on Kawhi. He's never satisfied. He always wants to get better. We'll hear from him another day. Warriors beat the Bulls 116 to 102. Steph Curry back, Scotty. 32 last night against the Bulls in his first game back. You mentioned Russell Westbrook at the top. 35 plus, 20 plus assists, triple double. First player in NBA history. We were both on the Pistons last night to beat the Raptors outright. How about that, nice. guy? The Pistons getting it done at home. Let's go. That was beautiful. Jeremy Grant and company, I loved it. Great bet last night, Carver High. Kings win at San Antonio, 132-115. to 115. The Jazz embarrassed the Cavs, 114-75. to 75. Grizz over the Rockets. Pelicans beat the Celtics, 28 from Zion in that one. NBA draft on Pharrell's birthday, July 29th. Get the NBA draft that night. Everybody bring the popcorn, tubs of it if you got it. De'Aaron Fox and Terry Rogier, players of the week. Mitchell Robinson, successful surgery, no timetable for Time his return. Timeout, go ahead. I still got five left. I just want to uh, note, uh, this is a rare thing, Carver. I'm going to let it out of the bag early this year. I will be going on vacation that week. I will finally take a summer vacation to please all the people that complain about me taking too many holidays around the holidays. And at the end of the year, and there's snow and sleet and ice and rain and melting blizzard conditions where I like to get the hell out of here. I will be gone the week of my birthday, so you will have to handle the ever-exciting NBA draft. I will be in Cali surfing like you read about what up socal san diego your boy's coming home to go surfing 1090 style get out that 1090 rig and some surfboards and let's get some chicks and bikinis and have a barbecue down at the beach everybody bring a fatty and a keg of beer shake it we have a very light night in the nba tonight only four games the hornets are in dc against the wizards Three and a half point road favorites. The Sixers are at the Pepsi can against the Nuggets. Nuggets minus five. Hawks getting five and a half in Phoenix against the Suns. The Magic at Staples against the Clippers. Minus 11 and a half for the Clip Show tonight against Orlando. All right, so I got the Hornets at one and a half when it opened up. Now it's three and a half. I'm inclined to middle that, take the Hornets to win, but I'll take that three and a half. With the Wizards, it's way better than one and a half, right? Sixers and Nuggets. I'm on the Nuggets here. I got it at four and a half. I'm laying. Hawks at Suns. I like the Suns. They're my top play. I'm laying the five and a hook. And as far as uh, the Clippers go, going for number seven in a row and the Magic are completely naked without underpants, I'm all over the Clippers tonight. Lay it. And the Joker, how about him to get the triple-double tonight? Plus 380 on FanDuel. Getting involved with the Joker. How about that, Scotty? Let's go. Who are they playing again? They are playing the Sixers tonight at the Pepsi can. He's not having a triple-double against the Sixers. So you're going to lose money there. (laughs) SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What happened with our girl Ariel and our boy Smitty today on the morning after? Yes, as always, Ariel and Smitty looking for other ways to play these games. Maybe the first half, Scotty. Bill Krakenberger was on with them this morning. Crack! Telling Smitty and Ariel that maybe the first half's the way to go for the Zags at USC tonight. Today we have the U- you know USC. This may be Gonzaga's toughest task. Uh, task. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, I did not bet it yet, but I'm looking at maybe even betting a first first half on the dog here because you know they may want to try to slow it down and keep it close and and, and you know this there's going to be a, it's another interesting game. Uh, you know Gonzaga has the best two point efficiency in, in basketball, yeah. but you know then again I, I I read you know that USC has the best defensive two point efficiency. Mm-hmm. Right, there you go. From the morning after today, uh, Bill Krakenberger uh, liking USC's chances, certainly in the first half against Gonzaga. You know, uh, best laid plans, Carver High. Everybody talks big about uh, what they're going to do to Gonzaga and what they do in the end. It's like a porno, what happens to them. They get bent <laughs> over and spanked and called Charlie. And, I mean, it is a uh, it is not good what happens. I mean, they, you know what it is? When you put all the toys in the chest, all of it goes in, all of it. The, and you put the – everything goes in the cupboard. That's what they do to everybody. They just put it all in the garage and close the garage door, and you're done for the year. Yeah, I, I'm worried about it. I, I've been on Gonzaga there, during this run. I know that they blow everybody out. I really like how this USC team is played. I'm probably going to get sucked in, but I actually like – the under 153 more. Uh, I know that with Gonzaga, that's kind of crazy. Uh, Gonzaga scores a billion points, but I do got a feeling that there's going to be a little bit of a slowed down pace this game tonight. A buck 53, Scotty. We're going to try drop it under tonight on this game and a close game at the end, maybe. Maybe Listen, I might take it, the eight and a half. If at any point of the year, at any point, any month at all, you would have taken USC against Gonzaga. You'd be on a bottle of Belvedere, drunk and high on crack. All I know Probably. is you would have never bet on them against Gonzaga. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.